0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise.
1: Hello, and welcome to the EM360 Podcast with our Ask the Expert series. This is a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Max Curtin, Editor-in-Chief here at EM360, and your host on today's podcast. Now, in today's episode, I'm being joined by Paul Clark, who is the Senior Vice President, EMA, Managing Director at Poly, which is a global communications company. Now, before I bring Paul on, I just want to give you a little bit of background on him. So Paul has worked previously as ERA Technology and the Hitachi Group before joining Poly back when it was Plantronics back in the 90s. Paul Clark has quickly climbed the ranks at the company, leading him to his role as Senior Vice President EMA Managing Director today. With the merger of Plantronics and Polycom, Paul is now responsible for the combined entity in EMEA and for growing the overall revenues in this region. So, Paul, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today and uh, join us on this podcast. It's great to be here, Max. Thanks for inviting me. Of course, of course. Now, we're going to be discussing the connected worker and the changing workspace and and really what we're seeing in this space. So I think a good starting off point is, I've mentioned a phrase there, connected worker. Can you outline exactly what that means when you say connected worker?
0: Yeah, connected workers, actually nowadays it's the majority of us. We're people who use digital technology to undertake our jobs. And Whatever that technology be, people recognize the use of laptops, mobile phones, tablets, or even room systems. We talk a little bit about those perhaps later on. We're all... Connected workers, and one of the interesting things I think about the connected worker is how it's become an enabler. You know, one of the things that often gets talked about is collaboration. Hey, the growth of collaboration. Actually, collaboration I think is something that's not new. Cave men and cave women collaborated around the campfire. So that part is new, but how we do it has changed significantly. And to distinguish yourself from the cavemen, I talk about dispersed collaboration. We no longer physically have to be in the same location to get on with each other and do the things we want to do. Technology enables us to be apart from each other, that dispersed part I was referring to. And as a connected worker using technology, the technology is there really to enable that dispersed collaboration, but also enhance it and there's a number of ways that it can enhance examples being nowadays we tend to be on the go when we work we use that connectivity to join our colleagues do the things we want to do from places perhaps we ought not to we wouldn't have done them in the past there's more noise there's more distraction and technology can help enhance that experience example in the case of poly is we introduced a number of years ago active noise cancelling headsets now People who have used the headset are familiar with the transmit noise reduction, meaning the speaker can talk and the background noise around the speaker is removed so the people receiving a call don't hear all that background noise. familiar to people who call up contact centers or, or even people who use Bluetooth headsets, but active noise cancelling for the wearer of the headset, where you're removing all that background noise, allowing people to concentrate, get them in the zone, allow them to focus. That's an area where technology can enhance the experience for the connected worker. Another one, which is And I think where connected workers are really seeing an enhancement from technology is, I remember, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when you joined the call, it was looking for the dial-in numbers, looking for the pins, and then waiting as it bleeps backwards and forwards and you got into the call. Nowadays, technology can enhance that connected workers experience by allowing them to go into a room or, or open up the mobile phone, and in a single press of a button being able to join a video call and join a voice call, whether you're using modern technology from Microsoft or technology from Zoom or technology from Cisco Webex or whatever it be, the, the technology becomes very intuitive, very simple, single press of a button. So the connected worker using that digital technology, their lives are getting more complex in terms of the pressure being put on them, but getting easier because the technology is enhancing and enabling the experience
1: it's interesting seeing that balance as you just mentioned there of it getting more difficult but more easy seeing that kind of grow and evolve and you're 100% right collaboration isn't new that's always been a massive part of business and something that will be a part of business in the future but it feels like this style of working is you know it's increasing more and more year on year and technology is a very important factor that you mentioned there for for why that's happening but why from your standpoint do you think that this style of working is, is really on the rise at the moment easy
0: answer to fairly complex question is simply because we're able to do it more easily now i mean technology has enabled new freedoms everyone talks about the cloud but the reality is the cloud is allowing us to become dispersed collaborators connecting in and joining whoever we want to now having said that the fact that it's possible doesn't mean people are going to necessarily do it so there are other things that are happening one of the things that's happening is, you know, think of organizations. The second most expensive part of an organizational PL is managing their real estate. So there's been enormous pressure in organizations to reduce their footprint, their real estate. When you walk around offices, typically you'll see, based on research, you know, about 60% thereabouts of any desks in an office space will be unutilized at any particular time. So there is the opportunity to reduce the footprint an organization has, and that forces people to actually be in other spaces. The nice thing is they're already there. They're working in those new spaces. So pressure on organizations to maximize the use of the real estate is driving us to work in different locations. The good news is we're all taking to that like ducks to water. The other element that's driving this focus on Connected Worker is ourselves. We're under enormous pressure as individuals. You know, we're, we're, we're time short. We're trying to do things on the go. And again, technology can play a part in enabling us to do that. So the organization has a part to play in the space that it affords to us. Us as individuals have a drive because we just want to be more productive in our business lives. And then technology enables it because the cloud and connectivity allows us to become ourselves connected workers.
1: Yeah, it's giving workers that freedom as well, allowing people to work in environments that suit them a little bit better. And as you mentioned, there allows them to be more productive. The office space in general has changed. I don't think there's a set modern office anymore, is there? There's not painting you can draw and say, that's what an office looks like now.
0: You know, I visit lots and lots of offices. When I started my working career back in oof, mid-80s, it was now a long time ago when I think about it, I turned up at a desk in the morning. I did my work and, you know, it might not be nine to five. I was a bit more ambitious potentially than that, but it wasn't far off of that. And then I'd go home again. That's the exception rather than the rule. That it doesn't mean we don't go into an office and don't work due a quarter of a day, but that may not be every day of the week. So there's a dynamic that we've seen over time. The other thing I mentioned about the pressure on real estate, you know those under utilization of desks, I see enormous shift in the market, not just in the United Kingdom but across the globe in moving to open plan working okay, and that has a real impact to the bottom line of an organization, so that 's going to continue it 's not going away. But people have to be productive in those environments. And, and there is research that looks at the type of work people do through a normal working day. And it, and it can be broken into four, called the four Cs, four types of work. Concentrate, contemplate, collaborate, and communicate. And a well-designed office is designed around those four work task styles. And each of those work task styles has a particular type of workspace that is optimal for it. So it's no longer turning up to that single desk. You may be away from your desk in meetings, it may be informal meetings, it might be informal meetings. So the design of offices, when you get down below that, hey, they're getting smaller and becoming open plan is, well, there's different types of activities, so there's different types of space. And one of the most noticeable growths has been in the growth through collaboration in in huddle rooms. Huddle rooms are small rooms. They can be formal. They can be four walls with a door in them, or informal, so they're in the open plan space, more like a, a scrum area and what you see with those huddle rooms is in modern offices if they're not put in formally they will appear because people do need to collaborate and often it's physical collaboration but they may be connecting with someone um, who or or more people than that who are not actually in the office going back to earlier discussions interestingly when we look at research frost and sullivan recently looked at the number of huddle rooms globally is about 32 million only two or three percent of them are currently video enabled And it's worth just exploring, well, why would they be video enabled? At that point, we have to think about how is it people interact with each other. You know, in a podcast, what I'm communicating is spoken words, so it's voice. And 13% of what I communicate, or the effectiveness of my communication is the words. 87% of the effectiveness of my communication is the tone of voice. So how I phrase things, pace, pause, power, things like that. Sounds good so far. However, I'm missing the component of body language. And if I add body language in there, then the dynamic changes. Now the words account for 7% of the effectiveness in the communication. The tone of voice accounts for 38%. Body language, how people are responding, how they're emphasizing themselves, is now 55%. So you can see that if you really want to be effective in communications, and it may be particular types of meeting where it's brainstorming or you're trying to make a high impact, introducing a visual aspect to the meeting is pretty important. No, it doesn't need to be there all the time. So there is a time and a place to have you know, straightforward voice communications. But video enhances the effectiveness of the communication. What we're seeing is a growth in the adoption of video in modern offices, in the huddle rooms for sure. So, that 2% to 3% adoption I was talking about is going to rise significantly in the next three to five years. And we're going to see video people becoming more and more comfortable using video, even at their desk as well so so there's a dynamic that we can see in a modern office where if you look at moving to the modern office with open plan the way people are using that open plan has changed significantly
1: it's interesting with the video dynamic because as you said you've got the huddle room options but you may have people working from home or you've got different options we've got the technology and the speed now to have that face-to-face interaction so it just makes sense for businesses to implement that and that leads nicely to my next question of from your standpoint then taking video into account, speech, all kind of interactive process that businesses need, how would you really advise companies to go about implementing the right comms technology for their teams, really from this point going forward? So one of the things that
0: organizations really critically need to recognize is not all workers are created the same. And it's not to say some are better or worse than others. It's just as a profile of worker and as a profile uh, in terms of the job they do and how they go about it. So in research that uh, was commissioned by Polly, when we looked at Workplace, we saw seven different profiles. So you've got the person that is more sedentary, will sit to the desk and will use more of the desk phone or fixed soft phones. And then you have somebody who maybe will cruise the corridors of the office using mobile devices, maybe using laptops more, all the way through to when you look at people who come in and out of the office, definitely using the mobile phones, completely using internet connected to technology. So, So there is a profile of workers. It was worth companies understanding, you know, where people work, how they work and what do they connect with. And then once you've done that, it's bringing in the right sorts of technologies that will enhance their work experience and drive their productivity. Very, very interesting, we see in the video space, almost a democratization of video. So whereas video historically was seen as something that either was for the big executives in an organization and you'd have an immersive telepresence room, those things still exist. But we see video in many, many other rooms and it continues to grow. For Poly, we introduced video bars a year ago with our Poly Studio. We've just introduced some new video bars that have built in technology on them that work with a number of systems that are in the marketplace called Studio X, all the way up to, again, still the very largest. And that's to allow organizations to readily facilitate video for their employees, going back to what I was saying about the power of a visual Not taking anything away from voice, however, we know that people in modern offices don't stay in the modern offices. So sometimes they'll want a single earpiece headset that they can store when they're not used, put it on and have their conversations. Other times they want to get into the zone and focus. So dual earpiece products, and we have Voyager range of products, Voyager 5200s, Voyager Focus, and most recently Savvy, which includes active noise cancelling. Very, very interestingly, what we see when we talk to people who work in in modern offices is consistent, single biggest issue in the modern office. People tell us it's noise. What they actually mean is it's distraction. Okay. And when we ask people, so what's the impact of that noise or that distraction? Well, a third of employees reckon that, you know, that distraction costs them at least an hour of lost productivity in a day. They just can't focus and get on with their work. More than 50% of the people tell us they're just unable to focus in a modern open plan office. When we ask them, well, if we were to work on removing that distraction, would, would it have a difference to you? 64% of us tell us that it would definitely increase their productivity. Fifty, Just over 50% tell us it would reduce errors in their work. And anyone who's worked on Excel spreadsheets while they're trying to concentrate with a lot of noise in the background knows what that feels like. So managing the distraction in modern working offices is a big thing. The good news is that we can help with that because in Poly, when I was referring to Void to Focus and uh, Savvy 8200, they have active noise cancelling technology within them that mean that the wearer of the headset has an immersive experience and background noise is removed from. So we can help the individual as well as the organisation actually get in the zone and be able to focus on the task ahead and we're seeing a significant increase in our business as people are adopting headset technology not just to make calls for sure they use them there but also to allow them to concentrate between the calls because they've got this distraction going on around about them
1: mm, I, I can definitely relate to that today I've, I'm working on spreadsheets myself and I've been working in the studio all day I love my team but you just need to <laughs> have that alone time don't you to kind of have that little background away <laughs>
0: you do you do yeah
1: with that kind of soundproof technology then when it comes to voice because you mentioned obviously call centers is something we spoke about previously how important is that for the future of that industry because they could be very loud environments and reducing that kind of stressful environment and just allowing people to focus a little bit more and deliver more of a service
0: Polio recognized a world leader in supplying headsets into the um, contact center market, and we spent a lot of time designing headsets that allow people to really focus on the task in hand and for the callers to hear the person wearing the headset, the supportive agent that's on the call with them and not anything else run about it. And we have uh, passive noise cancelling techniques. We also use active noise cancelling techniques as well to remove a lot of the background noise. So it's really one of allowing an intimacy of interaction between the agent who's really the front of house now of many companies and the caller coming in. But as I mentioned, it's also, of course, we can't forget about the person wearing the headset. It's also about helping them being able to focus on the task. So the introduction of active noise cancelling, removing the background noise and allowing the agent to be able to focus has been at the forefront of
1: our developments it's such an important element to kind of deliver that service but also make the work easier as you mentioned at the top of the podcast it's having that balance between the two to make life a little bit easier so as we kind of wrap up here then final question to you in relation to what we've spoken about today we've discussed voice and video and the evolution and change of the offices what do you think the modern kind of office enterprise is going to look like five ten years from now
0: Very, very interesting question. The changes I was talking about in moving to open plan utilization of space, that's going to continue apace. I still visit companies who work in cubicles. I still visit companies where they have small offices. But yet I continue as well to see the broader market moving towards open plan working. One of the things that I have noticed is, a stark increase in the number of technology vendors that appear as service providers into those organizations. You know, for sure, you see Microsoft. Everyone's familiar with Microsoft, Microsoft Skype for Business, Microsoft Teams is the new collaboration suite. We see Zoom on the video side. We see Cisco and WebEx. We see BlueJeans. So all of these people are offering up technologies to allow the connected worker to connect and be productive. The great news is that, is Polly, we have strong relationships with those manufacturers to make sure that we continue to interact, going back to something I had mentioned earlier, and give the ability for us to enable single push of a button and connect into the call or the collaboration experience. So we're going to see that continue as new vendors come out, as those existing vendors evolve their suites of technology. You can imagine that Poly will be there making sure that as an endpoint goes, whether it be video, whether it be voice, that we are the vendor of choice. The other things that I can see is a move towards better utilization of the workspaces. So for example, when you're designing your modern office, typically you'll you'll figure out how many desks you need and then what's left over, how many meeting spaces you need, what size those meeting rooms should be. And that part there is often more of an art than a science. The great news is that with meeting AI from Poly in our video technologies, we can start to help organizations understand how their meeting rooms are being used, how many people are in the meeting room. So for example, if you design your meeting room for you know 15 or 20 people, but on the whole, the average is two or three people in that meeting and the maximum number is five, You would probably want to know that as a facilities manager. And the great news is in Poly, we're developing technology uh, with our Meeting AI that will allow IT and facilities to come together and see that sort of insight and then redesign their office so they're getting better utilization out of the space. The other thing that I can see is we're going to see people getting closer and closer together uh, in the office as as companies try to maximize the use of their floor space. That environmental distraction continues to rise. So within our products, we continue to innovate and bring in technology that will remove the distraction. I talked about active noise cancelling on, on some of the headset products. We also have noise block and acoustic fence Two technologies noise block in, in, in conference calls removes that annoying tap 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 you hear of uh, people typing while they're on, a, on, a, on an audio conference an acoustic fence allows you to have I mentioned huddle rooms earlier in open plan huddle rooms allows the uh, people participating in that huddle room video call to enjoy the video call without the distraction of the surrounding noise in the office because it creates a virtual bubble around you venting out background noise around you so technology will enable organizations to you know get better utilization out of the space understand how the space is being used and redesign and keep abreast of um, you know the opportunities that they have to save money or drive productivity
1: I think that's spot on I, I couldn't agree more it's such an interesting space that we're seeing evolve and grow especially what's happened in the past five years I think you're spot on that we're going to see even more growth and, and change over the next five to ten years so yeah, we'll keep an eye on the space and see where we head. But Paul, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast today and giving your insight on all of this. Thanks for your time, Max. Thank you very much. And thank you to everyone who took the time to listen to this. If you want to make more discoveries about what Polly are up to, make sure you go to poly.com to learn more information. We'll be back next week with another the Ask the Expert series. Make sure you go subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasting fix from. But in the meantime, make sure you head on over to em360tech.com for more great content.
0: To the EM360 podcast. For more great content, head on over to em360tech.com.